The question that probably kept everybody up late last night, what cities are in Maryland besides Baltimore? Right. Uh, Annapolis. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been there? No. That's where West Point is, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's where West Point is. But Annapolis, we had probably a dozen people leave us voicemails saying, hello, Annapolis. And they said, South Maryland is beautiful. And Maryland yeah. also has great beaches. So awesome. it's not all about Baltimore. So now you can have peace in your life because you know more than one city in the great state of Baltimore. I mean, Maryland. I mean, there. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for what might be the perfect food, lasagna. It really, I mean, it has everything. Pasta, it has meat, cheese, Yes. Meat layered upon layer upon layer. It's just, it's it's the perfect dish. And you know what is worth noting about lasagna is it's one of those foods where you determine how good it's going to be by its weight. Like it's got to be super heavy. Yeah. So we, um, in our effort to continue to support local restaurants, we picked up some lasagna from our friend Kevin Gillespie's restaurant, Revival. And when I lifted it off the table, I thought, oh, that's a good lasagna. Because I mean, it's a few pounds. It's solid. It's yeah. Good, heavy lasagna. So good. So my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for my parents. Speaking of supporting local restaurants, uh, just an update. If you donated to our uh, kind of impromptu fundraiser uh, where we're going to use all the money to buy things from local restaurants and then deliver them to hospital employees, medical center employees, first responders, fo folks in those positions. Uh, this is for you. Uh, to date, we have delivered 200 and 12 meals. We've fed 212 people at nine different hospitals and medical centers and three different restaurants have helped us do this so far. So, which is awesome. Yeah. And we're and, just getting started. I mean, that's not even our warm up lap. No, that's, this is just, that's like putting on one tennis shoe. Yeah. T-Bird is, is fielding all of the emails and messages and, and coordinating everything with, with the, with the medical professionals. Cause you can't, we're not in a world where you can just walk into a hospital and go hear some food. Right. So we have to kind of coordinate it in advance. And, and we're asking restaurants to stay open after hours because we're trying to take care of third shifters first. That's our, our first goal. Um, so this is just us kind of figuring how it's going to work. But in the past three days, uh, nine different sites, over 210 meals, three restaurants. And and the rest, every restaurant, to their credit, um, let me get their names. Every restaurant wanted to give us food for free or at a discount. And we insisted on no, because this is to benefit the restaurants as well. So thank you to Junior's Pizza, Jay Miller's Smokehouse, and Apple Spice for 
uh, partnering with us and, and we have paid them all full price and, and gave them very generous gratuities and delivery fees because we want to help the restaurants as well. Um, and it, this is not just an Atlanta thing that we're doing. So if you are involved with a hospital that needs some food delivery, make sure to email T-Bird. That is T-B-I-R-D at CallieandJeff.com. And we are focusing on, I think I already said this, but in, in, in case I didn't, on folks who work the third shift because they often get forgotten about just because they work in the middle of the night. So, uh, especially those people, please let us know. I would like to bring back one of Jeff's radio bits. That is my personal favorite bit, maybe of all time. Now, let me explain that I was a fan of Jeff Dollars before I met him. I listened to him on the radio when I was in high school. And he hates when I say that because it makes him feel really old. Hashtag creepy. <laughs> well, you married me, so... Whatever. I know. Now you're all knocked up and stuff. So really creepy. Um, so anyways, I was a fan of the show. I have followed his radio career and then we happened to date and then get married. So this is coming from fan Callie Riggs, not your wife, Callie Dollar. Here's my question before we even go down this road. A week or two ago, I pulled out my old radio playbook where all of the ideas. Yeah, those I weren't loved. funny though. Yes, they were. They weren't. They were so funny. Mm. And I started to go through them and you just sat there stone faced. And I think you're traumatized because you, because as a loyal and supportive wife, I, I, you, I think took what happened to me in the radio industry even more personally than I oh, did. Oh, I totally did. Well, it was personal. I know. I know. But what I'm saying is it it's just the mention of the word radio. I can see you kind of twitch. You know okay, what I mean? Well, this is different because this is an awesome bit. Here's okay. the bit. And if those of you who it's have not been a, listening if you're gonna to get, If you're going to do the radio stuff, it, this isn't a bit. It's a contest. Okay. It, it's a contest. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. And you will, there are going to be people that have listened to you for a long time that are jumping up and down because it was one of the most popular things you've ever done in radio, probably. It's called What's That Sound? So explain, Jeff Dollar, what the premise of what that sound is. It's it's exactly what it sounds like. We record a specific sound effect and play it. And then on the radio, we would ask for a certain caller, either caller 25, caller 50, whatever, to call in. And then you would get to make a guess on what that sound was. If you got it right, you won whatever, the $1,000 or whatever the prize was. you might think it's easy. It is hard and it's infuriating because you think you know what something is. Then somebody calls and it's not right. And you're like, what? So every day you're building on the guesses and kind of like narrowing things down on what it's not. And I remember some of the, like one, you had a quarter rolling on a desk. That one I think went forever. The one I, that I think I remember was a pair of wet swimming trunks dropping to the ground. Mm-hmm. It was, so it was kind of like a splat. Um, I think there was also the outdoor handle of a car door. And the guesses had to be specific. So you couldn't just say, like, you couldn't just Something say. Something wet on a floor. A phone charger. Like, mm -hmm. you had to say a mobile phone charger being plugged in to the 
whatever the cigarette lighter jack is, whatever that jack of that 12 volt jack, whatever that and thing is. And it's fine because if you're listening to it, you kind of get a sense of everybody working together to figure out what it is. Um, but yeah, so super fun game, but we just haven't figured out how to make it podcast friendly. Well, you might have thought about I, that. Well, I have an idea on how we could execute it, but I think there's a, I think there's a big difference. I know how we could, I think I know how we could execute the mechanics of it, mm -hmm. but here is where I don't think it'll be as fun. On the radio, there were a few hardcore people who would record the sound and play it over and over and try to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. But most people, the only time they got to hear it was when it was played live on the radio. So we would play it, we'd play the sound, you know, so you would hear click, click, click or whatever it was. Then we'd say, all right, call now. And we'd play a song or some commercials or whatever. And then we would come back, we would play the sound one more time. Mm -hmm. And then you would get the guess. So as a listener, you hear the sound, you're like, oh, I think I know what it is. Then you want to stick around to find out if the guess is right. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to call in next time. The podcast is different because it's recorded so you could play it over. It's almost like the sound would be available to you on demand. Yeah. So people could play it over and over and over and over and over again, which takes a little bit of the mystery out of it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I do, but I also still think it would be really fun. So I don't know. Maybe we take a vote. Well, I think, I mean, we could just try it. The, the mechanics of it would be that we would play the sound on the show and go, here's the sound. And then we would, if you want to guess, everybody would have to text in, like we'd have to do it via text. So you would text in with a, a keyword, right? Okay. So it would be like, hey, so let's say today's keyword would be Annapolis. So you would text in Annapolis or Maryland. It's easier to spell. So you text in the word Maryland, and then we would randomly select one of those Maryland people and call them, record their guests. I think that's so fun. And play it on the next day's show. So fun. I'm totally into it. All right. Well, then now I got to start thinking of sounds. You don't understand the pressure I that, that goes <laughs> into finding a sound that's tricky enough. Yeah. Because whatever our prize is going to be, like if our prize is 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. Like if somebody guesses it on the second day, you've basically just said. Here's a thousand bucks. Yeah. You don't have to work for it. Yep. Yeah. Well, there's, that's the gamble. I am just for the record. Now, here's what we've learned on today's episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Callie hates my radio ideas. She likes her own. That wasn't my own. That was your idea. From year, years ago. Yeah, you're a genius. Do you want to hear some fun facts about that contest? Yeah, of course. Uh, when we started it, it was originally called, what the hell is that? <laughs> that was the name <laughs> of the contest. And our company got taken over. There was a company named Susquehanna. Susquehanna got taken over by a company called Cumulus. And Cumulus thought that word was too saucy. Oh. So then it became what was that? 
And that was the name it's of the funny. contest. I, is there more than one factor? That was the only fact. That's pretty much it. Oh, okay. <laughs> How long did you spend recording those? And what did you record it with back in the day? I only recorded a couple of them. Uh, they would just be recorded on a little digital recorder. Mm-hmm. And truly the only people in the building who knew were like our promotions director, the program director, and then a guy, the guy named Andy, who was our judge. Yeah. But he was the production guy and he would come in at like normally he would come in at like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. He would have to come in at 7 a.m. because he was the only person who knew. And that was mean Judge Andy. And um, your coworkers didn't know. No, I didn't know. The That's whole, awesome. The very first round of it, I did not know. I don't want to know. Okay. Yeah. Lily, uh, you can tell Lily. Lily can be the judge. All right. Here's my three random things for today. One, um, and we're going to touch on this later on in today's episode, but sometimes you just, if you're a person who goes down wormholes of news, especially bad news, sometimes you just need to pause and kind of recalibrate. Well, there's a website called do nothing for two minutes.com. <laughs> And if you catch yourself going down any of these wormholes, either of negative news or, you know, random YouTube videos that you know you shouldn't be looking at because you got a project to finish or you need to research how to do your kids homework for them or whatever it is, you just go to do nothing for two minutes dot com. Like T.W.O. or the number two. Number two. Do nothing for two. The digit two minutes dot com. And. All it will uh, be is two minutes of waves and waterfall sounds. You're not allowed to touch your keyboard or your mouse. If you do, it resets. Nice. I'm into it. I mentioned yesterday that Callie and I sent my dad a jigsaw puzzle because he is sheltering in place in upstate New York and bored. So uh, we were trying to think of stuff for him to do. And, and we found a jigsaw puzzle online, sent it to him. That was actually pretty lucky because there's a shortage of jigsaw puzzles. Uh, the coronavirus has forced millions of Americans to stay in their homes and find ways to entertain themselves. And a lot of them had the same thought last week, jigsaw puzzles. It became one of the top 10 searches on Amazon, and they sold out within three days. They're just now starting to restock them. That is crazy. Which, you know what I thought of would be great? Because hmm. my dad's already working on the one we sent him. He's got the edges done. You know, you got to do the edges first. Right. So he's got the edges done. He's going to finish that. You know what should happen is there should be like a network thing where if somebody else has a jigsaw puzzle, you can ship it. Like they would give me their address or they would give my dad their address. And then he would give them his. And once you both complete your puzzles, then you swap. Do you remember that thing when you were a kid where there would be like a, what did they call those things? There was like a list and you send something to one person and then they send a chain mail. Oh yeah. But this is good. This is not, no, but it was back in the day, 90s kids. It was like a physical th- something, like you sent somebody something. Oh, but when I was a kid, chain mail was a thing that you would get in the mail. And if you didn't like rehand write it over nine times and mail it out, you would have terrible luck and you would suffer oh, awful. No, 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 yeah. no. This would just, this, yeah, this wouldn't involve anything like that. This is just two people who have jigsaw puzzles they don't need anymore. I don't think my dad. 
is a person who, you know, because you could some people like finish them and then put the glue on them and save them. And they're like, look, I made a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I don't think he said I didn't know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you are a person, this is uh, from Rutgers University, so it's obviously very smart stuff. If you are a person who is cleaning off your groceries when you bring them in the house, do not use soap or detergent on fruits and vegetables. Um, It can cause extreme, if people have a sensitivity, extreme gastrointestinal distress. And given the situation we have with toilet paper right now, Don't do that. Uh, the best way to wash fruits and vegetables is just in very cold water. No soap or anything is necessary. Just scrub them clean. And then that's it. Did you, there were, by the way, speaking of toilet paper, yesterday morning in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. a 18-wheeler crashed, caught on fire. Guess what it was filled with? Toilet paper. Yep. Oh, that hurts. We want to say thank you to our amazing advertisers who are sponsoring our show this week. If you're anything like me, you experience a little bit of panic knowing that your trips to the grocery store should be limited. You want to make sure that you got everything for the meals that you're going to make on that one trip because you don't want to go back two or three times in the same day. Dinner Affair takes that worry right off your plate. They're the easiest way to feed your family. Everything you need for your dinner is delivered, wrapped in brown paper, ready for you to put together, put on the stove or in the oven, and then put on the dinner table. It's as easy as one, two, three. Go to dinneraffair.com and use the code UPSIDE. You can save $30 if you're a first-time customer. So easy to make, so easy to order, and so easy to clean up. Most of all, No trips to the grocery store. That's dinneraffair.com. The promo code is upside when you check out. One of my favorite guilty pleasures is cereal. And I stopped eating it years ago because there was too much processed sugar. And I just couldn't have it in my diet anymore. So it's something that I really miss, but I was excited to see Magic Spoon. Okay. I, we tried this and reviewed it on the show a couple of months ago, and they claim to have super tasty cereal that is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free, but actually really good. And they sweeten it with stevia, so you're not getting all of the sugar. Well, I ordered a variety pack, tried them, loved them, and we've been ordering them since. Right now, you can go to magicspoon.com slash upside, grab that variety pack, and then use the promo code upside at checkout. That's going to get you free shipping. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside, and then use the promo code upside at checkout to get your free shipping. You are dealing with something right now. It's stress or it's anxiety or it's depression. You're not sleeping. You might be feeling some level of grief or anger. You probably should talk that out with a professional, but getting to a therapist might not even be possible given the situation we're in. So how about invite that therapist into your house on your schedule using video chat like FaceTime or something similar or just texting, talking on the phone, whatever. 3,000 therapists and counselors are standing by ready to help you at betterhelp.com. If you go to betterhelp.com slash upside, fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and then to get matched with a counselor that you love. And if you don't, 
they'll swap it out, give you somebody else. You probably get your appointment within 24 hours. Totally confidential, just like a therapist. Affordable, 10% off if you use the code UPSIDE when you check out. Go to betterhelp.com, discount code UPSIDE, betterhelp.com slash UPSIDE. We also want to say thank you to Racetrack. And I don't know, everybody knows Racetrack, right? But not everyone knows. I think that they are based in Atlanta. So they are a hometown favorite of me and Jeff. They are doing- Jeff and I. Jeff and I. Dang it. No, you were right. Of me and Jeff. They were a hometown favorite of mine is if you, there weren't two of us. So that would be me. You wouldn't say they're a hometown favorite of I- Okay. Right? So yeah, there's a hometown. Okay. Yeah. So I did get it right. All right. Here we go. So <laughs> me and Jeff's their favorite. Uh, you know, racetrack is where you go to grab gas, but if you ever have gone inside, they've got you covered with whatever you need to eat or whatever you might need on your way to work in the morning. They know how important it is to take care of our first responders and hospital workers. So they are hooking anybody on the front lines up with a free small crazy good coffee or a fountain drink. If you are essential, if you're out and about, that makes you essential. Or if you have a loved one who is, tell them to go by racetrack to grab their free drink between now and April 7th. And all you need to do is have a uniform on or just like an employee badge. badge, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you racetrack. And they've also, uh, done a bunch of stuff to, to make their, their stores really, really safe. Um, they, you can do contact free purchasing through their, you know, their, uh, night pay boxes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So thank you for being awesome racetrack. And we're, we're glad to partner with you at this time. And thanks for taking care of all the folks on the front line. All right. I'm about to play something and it's going to make everybody hate me, but I'm going to play it anyways. Why are we going to hate you? Because John Mayer was does a, like a little talk show on his Instagram page. It's so funny. If you don't follow John Mayer on Instagram, he is surprisingly hilarious. Why do you say surprisingly? Because I peg him to be like super serious all the time and like kind of weird. Okay. And he's just, it's his Instagram account's awesome. So he, uh, during one of his talk shows, brought up the fact that a few people, more than a few people who are very wealthy have posted pictures of their yachts mm-hmm. uh, and, and explain that that's where they're isolating or quarantining while the virus spreads around the globe. And he sang a little song about it. And the song was so popular that he ended up putting some music behind it and making a little remix of this song, which is so freaking catchy. And for that, I apologize. Drone shot on the yacht. It's all I got. I'm all alone on the water. Drone shot on the yacht. It's all I got. I'm all alone on the water. Now let me flex these specs. 450 feet, six or seven decks. You can try to stretch your neck. And see all this stuff around me, I don't give a heck Cause I got a drone shot on my yacht It's all I got I'm all alone on the water Drone shot on my yacht It's all I got I'm all alone on the water Drone shot on my yacht Drone shot of my yacht will be in your head until the day you die <laughs> And I am sorry for that 
Uh, you can see his his video at his Instagram account at John Mayer. Drone shot at my yacht. Sounds like it should be on the Room for Squares album, <laughs> yeah. aka the best album of all time. Also from Georgia. Yeah, we're getting a lot of Georgia love in today's episode. Yeah, all the Georgia love. We have more HR calls. This is Stephanie calling from Somerville, South Carolina, and I just wanted to file a complaint with HR about one of my bosses who on at least two occasions in the past week has been caught chewing one of my shoes while I am diligently doing work for her. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. Oh my gosh. Prior to being self-quarantined, I never noticed this before, but one of my bosses has the worst, I mean sick in the air, the worst gas. Oh my God. Okay. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Mackenzie. I wanted to let you guys know what my boss, my intern, and my coworkers did the other day is I still have to go to my office, and I got a text message that my intern painted my boss's nails with my coworkers. <laughs> and now there's pink nail polish all over the floor. <laughs> Love you guys. Okay, Bye. <laughs> Hi, Callie and Deb. This is Katie, and I just had to tell you the story about my boss this morning. She came into the room screaming at me so incredibly loud. She woke up the interns downstairs and demanded that I tuck her into bed. What kind of boss wakes up in the morning, screams at you, and then goes to sleep? And by the way, my boss just so happens to be a 20-pound cat. She is obnoxious. 800-434-5454. I feel like, um, I think I said this yesterday, I feel like people have just given up on their coworkers and it's all about obnoxious bosses now. All about pets. All right. I, I found myself traveling down a couple days ago, an internet wormhole of news related to the coronavirus, its spread, the economy, and I was only reading because of the easiest to find the the alarming stories. I don't want to say that they're negative because it is news. It's but they're alarming. They're alarming. I had a um, video therapy session with my therapist yesterday, and she was telling me that she's advising her clients to unplug. Yeah, like, stop looking at social. Don't watch the news. And I was like, are you telling everyone that? And she's like, yes, because every single one of my clients or patients or whatever is like, we're all reacting the same way to this. And one thing we can do to like get our minds off of it is to like stop. And you that. can't, as, as I said the other day, you can't control, you certainly can't control the virus. The virus is going to do what the virus does. And you can't control at this point what the politicians are and are not doing in the, in the public servants are and are not doing like those things are just going to happen. Mm -hmm. So tr do your best to limit the exposure to that. But if you do travel down one of those wormholes, one good way to pull yourself out of it is to find good news and go in that direction. Yes. Even I went to drudge report dot com and i don't know if you've ever been to the web have you ever been there kelly to the drudge report i don't think so 
it's basically links to all this is the headline and there's probably a hundred at any given time. There's a hundred stories on there and they're links. And he's a little, he wants the traffic. So his headlines and his stories are usually more sensational, Mm -hmm. but even on his page down in the corner, it says good news. And that's what I clicked on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, there's so much good that's happening in the world. And then that same exact day, Dave Ramsey, somebody sent me a link to his, one of his recent Instagram posts. He's not a news reporter. He's like a financial planner, dude. You know, he helps you with your He's 401. He's a money guy. Yeah, money guy. And he listed a whole bunch of good news stories. And I immediately felt better after consuming those. So I thought, I printed out his Instagram post, Callie, and I thought we could just go back and forth and read these two sentence long news stories just so that this episode is wrapping up with everybody listening, feeling the good and the positive. I'm into it. All right. Number one, Johnson and Johnson says they will begin human trials of a COVID-19 vaccine uh, in the next couple months. And the product could be ready early next year. They're going to partner with the U.S. government and invest $1 billion to create enough manufacturing capacity to make more than 1 billion, with a B, doses of the vaccine. Number two, the Four Seasons Hotel in Manhattan is offering free lodging to healthcare workers. Car makers and other manufacturers are converting machines to build ventilators. Clothing companies are making masks and Anheuser-Busch and other breweries are repurposing their equipment to make sanitizer. Number three, pet adoptions across the United States are up as much as tenfold in the past two weeks and some animal shelters are now completely Empty. I love that so much. A 101-year-old man born during the Spanish flu pandemic has beaten COVID-19 in Italy. Number five, the FDA has approved a coronavirus test that can give results in five minutes. The company says it will be able to deliver 50,000 tests a day by this week. Number six, a seven-year-old in Maryland used $600 of his own savings to make care packages for seniors and feed 90 students. Number seven, a couple left a $9,400 tip at a Houston restaurant just for the staff to help them get through the coronavirus shutdown. And number eight, the coronavirus isn't mutating significantly, suggesting that the virus is less likely to become more dangerous and that a vaccine would offer lasting protection. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We've talked a lot on the show about what a great neighborhood my dad lives in. And yesterday he sends me a picture, a woman who lives down the road from him, who he, who he knows, you know, because she's a neighbor, but doesn't know personally, had some school lunch food left over. She's delivering school lunches to kids who are, uh, I guess. Food insecure. Yeah. Uh And he sent me a picture of every school lunch that I ever ate as a kid, including one of those tiny little cartons of chocolate milk. You know how when you open the best part about those things is when you open it and it kind of tastes like the carton a little bit. 
But you're drinking the chocolate milk with the carton. Right. So yeah. you can kind of taste a little bit of the cardboard, a little bit of the glue. I probably haven't had that since fifth grade and I know exactly what it tastes like. I can't tell you the last time I had a glass of chocolate milk and it's all even I able- can. You've had one like last year. I did where? You get in ki- Jeff gets in kicks where he'll come over, he'll go to the grocery store and come home with something random from his youth. And like last year you came home with a half a gallon of chocolate milk. I'm like, what is this for? I did? Yeah, you did. Oh my gosh. It's all I've been able to think about since I saw that picture. And, it, and as a double whammy, it was the local- Dairy. It looks. It looks oh, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, a burned dairy carton, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that right there is my youth. I want that right now. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Chris from Maryland, and Maryland is awesome. We have the Eastern Shore, which has the beaches. Yeah, we have Baltimore, which is where I went to college, and pretty cool, but. Where I live is in Southern Maryland, and it is completely different than Baltimore. We have awesome seafood, we have rivers, we have just fantastic crabs, steamed crabs. We don't ball our seafood down here, up here. We steam it, and it is fantastic. We are home to the spice of Old Bay, which makes everything taste better. So Maryland is fantastic. We have the mountains in the west if you want to go skiing. The beaches to the east. Maryland is fantastic. I hope you guys get up here and experience something other than Baltimore, hon, one of these days. So love the show. Keep up the positivity and the gratitude. And I am super grateful for you guys and for T-Bird. Love y'all. Bye. Life is kind of stressful right now, right? And the place that you want to feel the best is when you come into your bedroom and you crawl into your comfy bed at the end of a really long, hard day. Well, recently we replaced our duvet cover and our sheets because they were looking a little rough um, with Brooklinen sheets and also our duvet cover. It is gorgeous bedding and it has made our bed so comfortable and so enjoyable and the perfect place to relax. Brooklinen is so confident in their products and what they do that all of their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. There is no time like the present to switch out those sheets. Feel great in your bed. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code UPSIDE at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code UPSIDE. I was just listening to episode 220 where Callie has been banned from watching SVU and all the murder shows. And I'm sorry, Callie, but I have to agree with Jeff. Um, Maybe it's because I'm a nurse who goes and works with this every single day that we're dealing with. But when I come home, strip naked in the garage, shower, the last thing I want to do is turn on any murder show. It is all fun in my house, fun music, fun books, fun TV shows. Shout out to The Office. Because we've got to throw that love out in the atmosphere and, and hope to bring that back. So pimp that joy in your house while you can. And, you know, baby cartoons. Get yourself ready for that. So anyway, have a great day. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for all the awesome um, meals for the third shift worker. Worked third shift for 12 years. So I feel it. So thanks, guys. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Wendy. Um, I was so excited to hear about your baby news. 
And you guys were saying that technically the baby is not going to be a quarantiny because it wasn't conceived during the quarantine. But as you were talking, I was thinking, because you said it, the baby dollar was actually conceived closer to Valentine's Day. So you're not having a quarantiny. You're having a valentiny. Congratulations, guys. Bye. Hallie, I'm sure you've got this message many times, but feeling blah and unmotivated and just icky the first trimester is totally normal. I felt like I was a walking zombie, and it it really sucks the life out of you. Um, Okay, bye. Hope you feel better. They shouldn't have opened the package. Based off the stories about them, I think they knew what they were doing, and I believe they took hand sanitizer out. Goodbye. Hi, my name is Bonnie, and I'm from Panama City, Florida. Wanted to say hi. We're so happy for you and Jeff and Callie for your pregnancy, and have a lovely day. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Sam. I was listening to Callie talk about being kind of barfy in the morning. Back when I was pregnant with both of my kids, one fixed to be 27, one at 23, I took a vitamin B6 and a Unisom every night before I went to bed because I was losing so much weight from being so sick that the doctors put me on that. And then every morning before I even raised my head off my pillow, I would eat a couple of saltine crackers and I kept a Sprite on my nightstand with a straw so that I didn't even have to move my head. I could just grab it and swig out of it a couple of steps. Then I was able to sit up and eat a couple of crackers. After a couple of days of that, it started working and I started feeling better. It doesn't mean that I didn't get sick, but it did help in the mornings for me to be able to get up without immediately being sick. I can't wait to follow you and I can't wait to uh, go on this adventure with you guys. We love you. Bye-bye. Hey, Kelly. Um just wanted to let you know something that really works for me as somebody who is also like an empath and super sensitive to other people and their words. Um, but I tell my coaching clients is when you wake up in the morning, you want to look up before you look down, which sounds weird. <laughs> and I know you guys are not religious or anything like that, but it'll set you up, not just lift your energy before you go into <laughs> this very social media world, but it'll give you an armor, so to speak, because it'll ground you for the people who are not grounded in misery of those company. They won't be able to bring you down as easy. So just a suggestion. Yeah, it works for me. Sorry, I'm on the treadmill again. But yeah, look up before you look down. It should help you not set the tone wrong for the rest of your day. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Carrie from Smyrna, Tennessee. Um, I just was listening to episode 219 about um, the Free Stuff Friday music that Callie was missing and what you guys could give away. And I was just thinking Visa gift cards would be fantastic. Um, If you're able to do that, would 100% be fantastic. But I was also thinking, what if you gave away some merch, Um, a T-shirt, a wine glass, you know, something like that. Um, That would be something that I would be very interested in. And maybe other listeners would as well. Thanks so much. Love it. You guys do. Bye. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not so good days. If we take it just one day at a time, 
with a positive attitude, anything is possible.